okay, the thing about starting to feel love and starting to feel safety or starting to feel good again, it causes a lot of discomfort. There's a couple of reasons why you're only happy when it rains, why you love staying depressed, why you love being in toxic relationships. Well, you don't really love it. You just prefer that over the unknown. And being happy, being safe, being free, that's unknown, right? And when you've been through trauma and hard times, the last thing you want is to lose control over things. So it's a lot more comfortable to stay familiar with familiar territory, even if that familiar territory is terrible and horrible and depressing and just full of bad stuff because you're at like, well, at least I know what's going to happen, or at least I'm used to this feeling. At least I'm not, you know, at least I'm not going to be show vulnerability and let me myself get stabbed in the back or be, be betrayed again if I just stay here in the cave of darkness. Now, the other reason why that it's more comfortable to be uh, in the depressed zone in the cave of darkness and things like that is because that you get to hide with guilt and shame to protect yourself from experiencing the feeling monster. Because to you, to the uh, to the survival brain, experiencing the feeling monster is the worst thing ever that you could do. It is the worst thing. Like if you feel it for even one second, like you're going to die, you're going to be a pit of despair forever. So like everything that you ever do is all based off of running from this monster. Everything. Remember in the Lion, in the Lion King, when Timon was running away from uh, that lion and she and and Timon was all freaking out saying, ah, she's going to eat me. <laughs> and so it's it's the same way with the submind, the way that feeling monster starts come stomping after you. And you start feeling that guilt, that shame, the 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 flashbacks, the, the falsehoods about yourself. And you start feeling these feelings. You're just like, ah, the feeling monster's going to kill me. Help me. I need to find something depressing. I need to find a way to keep using. I need to find a way to find someone that will hurt me. I'll need to find a way to get away from this love nonsense. No one said anything about loving me. Get away from me. I can't afford to be feeling the feeling monster. What's wrong with you? What kind of crazy person wants to actually experience the feeling monster and die and go into pit of despair forever? Like, that's the... So, yeah, I'm not gonna l let you love me. I'm not gonna let you get close to me. That's the last thing I want. Get away from me. And again, of course, you won't openly say that with your conscious mind or your conscious words. That is the sub-mind in the background running the show trying to keep you alive. And, and it's been doing that for a very, very long time. It's been doing that your whole life, ever from childhood on up. So you're very used to the submind being in charge, to like saying, okay, Mr. Submind, you are going to toss me to and fro because you're in charge of keeping me alive. And the submind is like, yes, I am. And I say that you cannot afford to deal with this feel monster even for one second, because if you do, you'll die or be worse, being a pit of despair forever. So I'm going to do everything to make sure you never experience love, to make sure you never experience the rejection, to make sure you never experience loneliness, to make sure you never experience boredom. And I will forever keep you tossing to and fro to make sure you forever keep avoiding these feelings. But as you get older, you start becoming more consciously aware. And it would be so nice if your unconscious mind would just talk to you, right? It would just be like, hey, unconscious mind, why do I still keep chasing toxic people and people that are abusive? And when there's a nice man, I get to find a way to destroy it. Or if there's a nice woman, I find a way to destroy it. Why does this keep happening? Unconscious mind. And unconscious mind just won't tell you. 
it's funny <laughs> but if the unconscious mind did tell you it's like well yeah i have to keep you from avoiding feeling love because if you start feeling love you start dealing with the feeling monster and then you're just like well what's the feeling monster and then the unconscious mind is like ah whatever you know what you just let me keep driving you just keep playing with distractions keep doing what you're doing let me stay in charge the way it's always been for 30 40 years whatever it's been so yeah, so this feeling monster, this unconscious mind battle is very hard. That's why it is so hard when you're in the, the moment where you really want to use nine, 90% of the time you're just going to use because, like, heck, you're going to go through all that. But, yeah, it does take a lot of courage. And usually, like, that time, the only thing I can suggest is to pray and ask for extra strength to feel and help God and face your grief and flashback, whatever it is, give you the courage uh, before... Uh, I mean, at those moments where you're really, really tempted to go back to use or go back to the toxic people, whatever that you're going to go back to to keep numbing the pain for another day. Now, the other thing about uh, being comfortable and you start breaking free, let's say you start processing grief, you start feeling some love again and you start feeling some healing. It's really easy to, you know, go back to the cave of darkness again because, again, it's uncomfortable. So, like, imagine you're in the cave of darkness and then out you can see at the edge outside there's light and there's beautiful fields and valleys and beautiful grass, blue skies, lots of pretty animals and flowers all over the place. And there's Jesus there at the door saying, hey, come on out. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not going to hurt you. Everything's safe. The trauma's over. The past is over. Come on. Come on out. And then you're like, okay, maybe I will. But at first you might be like, no, I don't trust you. Get away from me. You know, then Jesus come back to the next day. Come on. Come on out. And then so he's like, okay, you start stepping out the cave. You see light. You're so used to this darkness. You see light. You know, um, Jesus tries to hug you and Jesus starts hugging you. And you just stand there still, just looking up with your arms down at your sides. It's like looking up like, uh, what is this feeling of love? It is unfamiliar to me. And then you're like, <laughs> and it feels uncomfortable though. You're like, no, no, he, he doesn't love me. There's no way. He's just going to stab me in the back later. And then you're going to push Jesus away from you and run back into the cave. <laughs> Like, ah, I can't afford to trust you. I can't afford to trust anyone, right? So it's, it's real uncomfortable. So it, so you might, Jesus might call you out again. You might be like, come on, come on out, come out the cave. And you get out the cave and you step out there and you might be able to hug Jesus back for a few minutes. You start walking out and Jesus is affirming you, hey, it's okay. You're safe here. It's happy. And then you start thinking, okay, it's, it's happy. Uh, I'm okay. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to feel safe. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? You know, like IT crowd in episode one, um, episode two, where he's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> so you're like, are you sure, God? Are you sure it's okay? It's safe. And God says, yes, it's safe. And then you feel good. Maybe last, maybe three or five minutes this time. But after five minutes, you're like, ah, you freak out again. You're like, no, you're just going to stab me in the back later. Or, or you're just pretending to be nice so you can stab me in the back later. So get away from me. And you just run back into the cave. <laughs> now, that, so that's what I wanted to bring up, like this process of feeling good, feeling love again, and it being uncomfortable uh, and you wanting to destroy things because of how uncomfortable it is, because how much the pain of vulnerability it causes you. Uh, I, I know that personally, too, within my first year of marriage, like I've actually had a really good marriage here. It's on my um, going on my fourth year here. And my wife has always been so sweet and loving to me, but there was such a problem for me, though. Uh, so, like, I remember 
a lot of times during the first year, I would have to go on drives and freak out and talk to God about my feelings and just wanting to quit and run away. And people, you know, my wife is like, well, what's the problem? And my, and my problem is you're too nice. You're so sweet. You're so nice. You, you don't find ways to put me down. You don't find ways to start fights with me. And, and you don't cause any drama or hate me randomly for no stupid reason. Uh, you don't hate me randomly for no stupid reason. Like, you're... You're causing me more vulnerability that everything's life's and loving when I'm not used to that. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, thank God I was consciously aware of what it was. So I didn't do anything. And I, I still thank God to say I didn't do anything stupid, even though I was tempted to a few times to, to, you know, run off and everything. So I'm really glad I stuck with it. So it's definitely worth it. So, uh, so I want you to be aware that as you start doing this process, you start praying even though you're using whatever, and if you do the next steps, which I'm going to start going to the next video about the, the, the positive mental rewiring of the brain, uh, as you start going to start doing these things, it's going to be uncomfortable and it's, it's not going to be fun because of that, <laughs> because of that, but it is worth it. It does take practice. It is great. It is, it is something to practice. Okay. And it's okay that it's taken a while to do it and get used to it. Uh, we are trying to undo years and years of negative programming to your brain, years and years of abuse from others and from yourself. And it's gonna take some work, it's gonna take some practice.